0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 550, 50, 500, download the app, rockoftalk.com. The governor has a press conference tomorrow at 1 p.m. Yep, you know what's coming. We're going to get to uh, the New Mexico United. <laughs> I want to archive and put this, put this uh, audio on SoundCloud forever. Make sure every single person hears all this. What do you think Doug? <laughs> you know <laughs> excuse me you're a libertarian and I yeah know I mean you, you know it's
1: it's uh, anybody can say anything I mean i I know Weldon is an interesting figure here because he was a former congressman and you know very well connected um, it's interesting it's, it's it warrants more uh, more investigation I, I will listen to anything uh, whether I conclude that it's Credible or not, that's where you know I have a natural skepticism about everything.
0: That's so, why. That's why I love you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to pull this information out is, I think, is the important part. Yeah. And to yeah. Kind of get right down to the bottom of it. But there's no motivation here. This guy's only painting a, a giant target for himself. True. True. You know, if you think about it that way, and his relationship and a way to validate him, and well, he's been validated. So let's let's go back to. Just how this whole thing gets started. And this Just, conversation took place in 2011. Yeah, that's okay. the recorded part. This is the part of the conversation. This is him nine years on this past Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. okay so I want you to listen. And he is uh, being interviewed by um, Nick Ngo, uh here. Um, people are trying to push back on this uh, yet again. I'm not sure why this isn't taking off more than it is, but... Then I think of the media yeah. landscape, the 90% liberal media that's out there, and there you go. Uh, this is posted on Anna Colt's website. She's great, by the way, uh, OAN. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, they, do they post
1: online, or do you have to have the cable to get OAN?
0: Uh, I think they post online. Okay. Yeah, I think you I can, can cut actually the just a watch long time it straight. <laughs> yeah, you can just watch it straight. That's okay, fine. cool. You're on.
2: Uh, this was six months after Barack Obama was sworn in as president and Leon Panetta threw a tantrum and canceled rigor. This was reported by Goldman and Apuzo. And slightly mischaracterized in the press as targeting al-Qaeda leaders all over the world, but it was focused only on Iran and Bin Laden. And so um, uh, when we were first ignored and then obstructed and then threatened by eight CIA officials and warned off going into Iran to get bin Laden. We had passports, visas, uh, everything was ready. The the Revolutionary Guards were going to be our bodyguards while we were out doing uh, bona fide scientific research as a cover for catching bin Laden alive for delivery to a tri-state area. Uh, When we were shut down by Leon Panetta and others... Uh, I began negotiating directly uh, with Iran. Six scenario analyses for the transfer of bin Laden alive and well to coalition uh, forces. And uh, to have him put in a neutral zone. Um, And Iran is on tape agreeing to this. It was all done. It took three years to develop this. I had meetings in the Iranian mission at the United Nations, Ambassador Mohammed Khazai organized everything, Bakh Sarai was was the handler, there were several handlers, everything was ready. And then I went to um, Governor Bill Richardson, New Mexico Governor
0: Bill Richardson. Okay, so now you know the point of reference. Now does that make sense? Hmm. Like You you have to actually have gone through this several times Hmm. to understand all this stuff in its context. So you can listen to the old phone call that he's released some of the tapes, so then you have to go to this piece, and this is leading you, but we don't have the other audio pieces to where the point where Iran agreed to this, but there seems to be no doubt that Iran would agree to this based upon what you're about to
2: Twitter On December 2nd and 3rd of 2010, he agreed to be the U.S. envoy to receive bin Laden for transfer to coalition custody, and uh, it turned out that bin Laden had already been moved to Abbottabad, Pakistan. Okay, let me go back to that.
0: Did he say 2010? Did he say 2010? I think so. Yeah. I think he said 2010. So I'm lining up. Dates are so important in all of this. Uh, time sequence of events, the most important thing. Let's see if we can uh, catch him kind of getting back uh, to that point.
2: The, the Revolutionary Guards were going to be our bodyguards while we were out doing uh, bona fide scientific research as a cover for catching bin Laden alive for delivery to a tri-state area, Uh, when we were shut down by Leon Panetta and others, uh, I began negotiating directly uh, with Iran six scenario analyses for the transfer of bin Laden alive and well to coalition uh, forces. And uh, to have him put in a neutral zone, um, and Iran is on tape agreeing to this. It was all
0: done. It took three years to develop this. I had meetings. So, so I imagine that this was his purpose: is to weed himself into a place that was sort of outside on the periphery, mm-hmm. but get in with an earshot enough to finally get to people who are important enough who would be directly connected to. Uh, Osama bin Laden, which is the United Arab Emirates guy that he worked with, as well as the, uh, the uh, uh, Sheikh Mohammed and various other people connected in Saudi Arabia. Let's not forget where Osama bin Laden was from, Saudi Arabia. Okay, so here's the setup.
2: It's in the Iranian mission at the United Nations, Ambassador Mohammed Kazai organized everything. Bakh Sarai was, was the handler. There were several handlers. Everything was ready. And then wow. I went to... Um, there it uh, is.
0: Everything's ready. We're ready to take... we got six different ways we can do this. How do we want to do it? Uh, let's get this done. So, who do I want to reach out to? Uh, who who do I think can help me the most?
2: Bill Richardson, New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, on December 2nd and 3rd of 2010. Okay,
0: there we go. That's the date I was looking for. The December 2nd, December 3rd of 2010. Hmm. That phone call that you heard over here... This is January 8, 2011, of uh, the introduction of Alan Howell, Congressman Weldon, with Brian Ettinger. There you go. So this, so this all lines up and it makes sequential sense with six different scenarios that this guy has already set up. And uh, meanwhile, this guy could be dead any time. And Leon Panetta is pulling out the rug from under him in the midst of all this, who uh, Leon Panetta at the time was Secretary of State. Agreed
2: to be the U.S. envoy to receive bin Laden for a transfer to coalition custody and uh, it turned out that bin laden had already been moved to Abbottabad Pakistan in August of 2010 and uh, um, and so
3: why was he uh, transferred there
2: he was transferred there because in the six scenario analyses that I discussed with Iran, by harboring Osama bin Laden and 100 al-Qaeda leaders, this represents an act of war against the United States. Their nuclear facilities could be bombed and their economy obliterated, so the time moves backwards instead of forwards. And the Iranians didn't want to risk exposing their their uh, complicit uh, or, Complicity with John Brennan and others to harbor you see John Brennan and Clinton and Biden outsourced the imprisonment of al Qaeda leaders to Iran. We think of outsourcing as being a commercial activity. They outsourced our military responsibilities to an untrustworthy adversary iran and and they did that to save Iran from retaliation for harboring uh, terrorists
0: and so wow. Just think about that for a second. How can we not attack you well, while harbor the one guy that we need to keep tabs on the entire time? Makes 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 perfect sense. I mean, it's nefarious, but I mean, it, doesn't it make all the sense politically in the world for them to do exactly that? Iran had no
2: choice, in their estimation, but to accept the offer of Clinton in lieu oh, in lieu of my over my offer, which was transfer to a neutral zone because that would have endangered their economy
3: and their nuclear program so Forgive me. uh, I want to ask you about so Clinton actually knew about this right you She knew that they were willing to just hand him over to us tapes,
2: letters, everything to Clinton
3: and so so she knew that they were ready Iran was ready to give us Bin Laden with no real struggle and so she decided to have him move to Pakistan or a trophy deal?
2: For they, they moved him to Abbottabad in August of 2010. And uh, that's our first overhead viewings of Bin Laden walking in the garden. Everybody said he was crippled, but he walked down three flights of stairs to walk in a garden to advertise his presence. Okay, It was an advertisement. Then the gas line was put on the third floor of the Abbottabad complex in August because he, his wives had to stay uh, sequestered away from the other men. They had to cook in private without the porda veil. And uh, other things. Uh, Saad bin... Uh, one of bin Laden's sons said his father was strangely resigned to dying in Abbottabad. So he was held there in a gilded cage awaiting his trophy kill. He was moved from Mashad, Iran, into Abbottabad uh, airport and then moved to this ...prison complex, the Abadabed compound. It was not there to protect him. It was there to keep him there, awaiting his appointment with destiny. But the Iranians turned it into a fateful result because they pulled bin Laden out at the last minute, at the 11th hour. After an Iranian agent, a double agent, a Pakistan ISI officer who worked for Iran covertly, provided the DNA evidence... Uh, to the CIA station chief. Uh, finally, they were convinced it was bin Laden in a ban, and they sent in SEAL Team 6. And uh, Musharraf said he didn't know about the SEAL Team 6 coming in, but they had to let down the radar long enough for the helicopters to come in, and they only told Obama about the uh, SEAL Team 6 kill mission after the radar was put back up and SEAL Team 6 could not go back into uh, Pakistan, Af- Af- Afghanistan.
0: It- One of the guys that's doing the interview, along with, uh, with, I think, no, is Charles Woods. He's the father of Tyrone Woods, who was Benghazi. killed in Benghazi. Okay? And he was lied to by the Obama administration after, the, after Benghazi uh, in Florida on October 11, 2020. He received intel about what truly happened, and basically is explaining it. It
2: was then a one-way trip that could not be canceled. You see, we have we have a witness who who witnessed uh, Hillary and Panetta threatening Obama that if he didn't greenlight the Bin Laden kill mission, they would expose him in the press, and he would never survive politically. And he actually was reluctant to authorize the kill mission. That's why they pulled him off the golf course only after the mission could not be canceled. And uh, so the the agent provocateurs, the engineers of all of this, were John Brennan, Hillary Clinton, Joe
0: Biden. And, uh, uh, That's they, the deep state, folks. When, in case you didn't know, uh, CIA Brennan's uh, uh, credentials uh, were revoked by uh, Donald Trump two and a half years ago, you might recall. Right. That was a uh, fun time.
2: They went in there trusting the Iranians had 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 Bin Laden there waiting for them. SEAL Team Six, your son. But they, he was he was retired at that time actually. Yes. But but the SEAL Team Six, they killed Osama bin Laden's double.
4: How do we know that?
2: One of the wives went running towards them before he shot him and said, Don't shoot, he's he's a double. I don't know the language to use. And uh then Uh, If you read uh, Sy uh, Sy Hirsch's book, um, he explains that they threw the body parts over the Hindu Kush mountains. They didn't even save them like they saved the sons of Saddam Hussein in in a refrigerated tent, well preserved and with makeup, just to prove that that the wicked witch was dead. They saved the sons of Saddam Hussein. But they did not save the corpse of Osama bin Laden. Because it was his double, and it could, not, it could not handle the scrutiny of DNA testing. Okay,
4: so the team, they knew that that it was thrown out of the helicopter. They
2: learned that it. They learned that it was not Bin Laden, and so they threw the body parts over the Hindu Kush mountains. and And uh, John Brennan said that the uh, people on the ship were told to keep quiet about the barrel at sea, but they all say that they never were told to keep quiet because there was no barrel at sea. John Brennan took the lead and made the fake media announcements he lied to the press when he explained this this muslim burial Let's see, it's it's actually haram it's forbidden to bury a muslim at sea unless unless the body's going to endanger the lives of the crew with disease risk you know you can't because you see in the ocean the feet it will rotate around and the feet will face mecca it's haram you must bury on land with the face facing mecca so Brennan, who, who's a Muslim, you'd think he'd know not to lie about something so obvious. He said it was a Muslim burial at sea. Nonsense. And uh, so this big lie uh, that, you, you see, they, Biden, Hillary, and Clinton worked this agreement with Iran. They trusted Iran to move bin Laden to Pakistan. He did. He was there. But then... They trusted Iran to keep him there. They moved him out back to Iran, and then uh, the communication from Iran to Obama was, "Hey, uh, we got your neck in a noose. Give us a, give us all this money—152 billion dollars, two billion on an airplane pallet was paid out for the secrets I wish to reveal now, and to the president under the terms of misprision and treason. That is just." Say this is a secret. These are secrets worth 152 billion dollars, paid by President Obama and Vice President Biden, paid with the blood of SEAL Team Six when he had them killed.
3: So it's blackmail and extortion then.
2: Blackmail and
3: extortion.
2: Yeah. Iran you to, commandeered. you have the documents to prove uh, to yes. this. Yes. Now, er- if Iran.
4: Yes, sir? Well, I was going to ask you, if you have those documents, are you willing to personally deliver those to President Trump if he were to provide the transportation and the guarantee of safety for you to do that?
2: Well, I'm not concerned about safety. There's always an invisible hand that protects us, and we're on the winning team. America's on the winning team.
4: Not one sparrow falls to the ground outside of God's will.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, I. It would be my pleasure and my honor to bring this material to President Trump. There's a massive amount—terabytes, documents, video, audio. I it needs ev- to go to the president. I, I president. will
4: do everything that I can to get this video in
3: his hands. It's well, my only wish. Alan, I've got I'm a question for you. Um, so that means that SEAL Team 6 was shot down on purpose after the the trophy killed to ensure that no dead man can tell no tales.
2: You were correct. So okay. that uh, President Obama paid bribery of a hundred and fifty two million dollars vice president biden paid with the blood of seal team six he spent their blood like currency
3: well i've got i got to share something with you actually charles does charles tell him about the army ranger that you talked to that was in the city where uh, they were shot down okay. uh... when i we lived in hawaii
4: and for about a month afterwards I was in shock. And my wife and I we went walking on the beach and in the back of my vehicle I have a, a bumper sticker about Ty and this gentleman came up to me and he was an army ranger that had been injured and recuperating in Hawaii. And he said, how do you know Chief Petty Officer Woods? And I says, well I'm his dad. And he says, well I worked with your son. And we became very close. It was part of my healing process, actually, getting to know him. Uh, he started coming to our church. His girlfriend started surfing with my daughters, and we ended up getting married. Uh, and one of the things that he told me, he says, I was on the Ranger team that was in that village where SEAL Team 6 was killed. The story was by the Biden-Obama administration that uh, there was this team that, was under attack in this village. Uh, we're going to die if you don't get someone here really quick. And so they loaded SEAL Team 6 on this slow, vintage Huey helicopter the size of a school bus and slowly got them to the village. Now, they did not request help. they have been in that village numerous times before. In fact, if someone came, it would actually endanger them. The story was not true. And then usually when a helicopter comes in, it goes zoom right down to the ground, opens up. All the troops go out in seconds, and then boom, the helicopter goes straight up. Well, this was a sitting target, okay, the size of a school bus. It hovered in the air over that village, just waiting to be shot down. And the people hot rope, I've never heard the worm word, hot road before. That. that means they each individually lowers down while it was a sitting target. And then apparently it was shot down by one of those weapons that Hillary Clinton illegally sent to Benghazi to give to terrorists, a terrorist organization the U.S. government used to get rid of our ally who yes. was fighting
3: terrorism. That's Gaddafi. One of, one of the And s- then that, lesson- in, that weapon ended up over in Afghanistan. They were Stinger missiles. Thousands upon thousands of them went missing. And Mark Tury was told that he's no longer, he had a small arms uh, covert weapons program going. So that way, were, none of that was ever given to someone because they could shoot down jetliners just flying by if they wanted to. A child could do it, and a 12 year old could do it. So these Stinger missiles went through Benghazi and then were given to the people who shot down SEAL Team 6. That was a setup. They were covering their tracks there, and then when they found the serial number on one of the missiles, is traced back to the CIA from Qatar, from that weapons cache of Stinger missiles. That's why they had to then cover their tracks after people found out that the missiles were from uh, Qatar, and then they could trace back where they came from, from Hillary through Benghazi. That's why Stevens was back there to recover those missiles and... and, and uh, Cover up the evidence. Well, that's the least we was told. Um, you know, I assume that part of the plan for her was to eliminate everyone there at the Benghazi uh, compound as well.
2: You, you know, it's just so wicked. It's it's hard. It, it's just so unimaginably evil. What these people do.
4: Dead men don't talk.
0: Wow. Well. well
2: Alan, you yes. will talk.
0: We'll talk. We will talk. Pretty amazing stuff. So, the sequence of events, as you heard it all right there, you have uh, December. He attempts to reach out and does, makes successfully reaches out. I actually have the transcript. Uh, Bill Richardson was getting excited about the, the money portion of it. And then, you know, he had a way that he had to work with Liam Panetta. I've actually posted that stuff directly on uh, my Facebook page. So, you can go to uh, facebook.com forward slash rock of talk and scroll down uh, quite a bit of ways. And then January is when he had that phone call, but he didn't find out that Osama bin Laden didn't move uh, until later. <clears throat> in fact, Biden's people hadn't even known. So there was just a that just reduces the number of people who actually knew that Osama bin Laden was 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 in Abadabad, uh Iran, or Abadabad, uh Pakistan, Pakistan in in August. So you have to kind of move that back, that timetable. Uh, then okay, so <clears throat> Osama, Osama bin Laden ostensibly is killed, right? Now we can say that now based upon what we're we're hearing there, and that would be May first, twenty eleven. Is that the, that's the yep. date correct? Yep. yep. Okay, so May first, twenty eleven. Then you have SEAL Team 6, 38, SEAL Team Six go down, I think, is it, is it August 8th, 2011? Mm-hmm. Can you yes. look that up real quick? Yep. I think it's August 8th, 2011. So things are getting really hairy. This is a year prior to the election back in 2012. Then you move that forward to September 11th, 2011. And that's... August 6th, by the way.
1: August, August
0: 6th. 6th. Yep. Okay, so August 6th, right? So August 6th is uh tw- 2011 is when Seal Team 6 goes down. Uh,
1: 25 seals uh 38 <coughs> people overall, 25 of them were seals.
0: Okay, and then uh September 11th is when you had Benghazi. Correct? I believe yes. Yep. Let me make sure that that's has got to I know it. Yep, at 9:40 p.m. September
1: uh, that's 11th 2012.
0: The yeah, following year, following year, okay. So this stuff was ha- hanging out there for for another year. Likely, this was they're trying to get those Stinger missiles back, and I imagine probably trying to keep some level of containment, right, on the story. This would be Hillary Clinton going into the twenty twelve election for Barack Obama. There you go. Um, Tyrone Woods, you heard uh, his father. He was. He was uh, already working for the CIA, moving away from SEAL Team 6, uh, Glenn Doherty, uh, Christopher Stevens, uh, U.S. Foreign Service Information Management Officer, Sean Smith. So Tyrone Woods involved in the Benghazi maybe, perhaps could have ended up being a whistleblower. And that could have been one of the reasons why Benghazi also happened. 550-5500, that's... 50-55. We'll take a quick break, bring it back with Rudy Grande to check on weather and traffic. And then uh, we're going to talk about New Mexico United, right? Not that we haven't talked about real heavy stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to let Dowd fire away here. Uh, oh, it'll be fun, folks. Oh, uh, you're going to love it. We'll do that when we return right after a quick break here in the Keys. flowers so <laughs>